Welcome back to another episode of I'll Be the Judge of That. I am your long lost host, Adam Eagle Rock. And with me today, my co host, Evan Ryan Lewis. And we are proud to announce we have another episode, and this one's going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about hosting again? You happy? I could tell by your enthusiasm on the sidelines here that you don't seem too stoked. No, I don't care. I think we're co-hosts. I don't think it matters who does the intro. Yeah. So then, good. I'm glad I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back, Adam. Thank you. Maybe I do like it better when you host because your whole attitude is different. It's just, you got to come in hot, you know? You can't escape yeah. it. It's like, it's welcome back, you know? Yeah, yeah. That sounds like us. Yeah. I'm just yeah. letting you know. Okay. That being said, do you have any stories of the week? Yeah, I do have a little story of the week, actually. Hit me uh, with we, it. we notice the topics are everywhere. Like, once people start bringing up topics, like, you start see the, seeing them in your daily lives, you know? Right. And a couple of weeks back, Adam, you had the topic, can you um, turn on or off someone's windshield wipers as a passenger in the car? Because mm-hmm. it's like Bob, obvious, and obviously Bobby not. Did that. Yeah, your brother did that to you. And it's like, no, you can't adjust the windshield wipers as a passenger in the car. So a couple of weeks ago, I went out to Las Vegas with Captain Colin to blow off a little steam. And, you know, we like to entertain our sponsors, make sure they're happy um, right. friend of the show. He drove his car out to Vegas. We wake up the next morning. I offered, I'll drive back. He drove the whole way out there. I go, I'll, I'll drive back, you know? So we're out there on the 15 freeway. Out of nowhere, boom, boom, boom. Three different butterflies or moths, whatever they are, bugs hit the windshield like in rapid succession. And like, I'm basically flying blind out there. And I'm like fumbling around and I didn't know. And he reaches over and turns on his windshield wipers. And I was like, wow. Interesting. You can do that. That is such a caveat circumstance. Right. Is when you get, remember like in Top Gun, and they were like, bird strike. Right. You know, you had butterfly strike, hit your right. windshield, almost mm-hmm. took you off the, the five. I mean, you drew yeah. the short end of that stick. I'd drive out to Vegas all day if somebody was driving me home. Yeah. So anyways, it's just one of those, it's just, I just thought it was funny and I wanted to bring it up because it was like one of those 95, five topics. And it's like, of course you can't. And then the universe has a funny way of showing you other perspectives when you need the most. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's very poetic of you in your, um, Ralph Lauren library edition of the winter. Yeah. For those of you who are listening to the show, I'm wearing a, uh, turtleneck and Adam has not stopped commenting on it for the last 45 minutes or so i'm just curious of when the yule log will turn off (laughs) (laughs) that being said do you have any topics you want to hit us with one you're the guest so you go first i go first yeah yeah okay yeah i do have a topic so i mentioned you you better (laughs) otherwise there's no show today yeah uh so i mentioned i was driving my friend's car uh home from uh vegas long drive and my topic is, if you're driving a friend's car, can you look at your phone the same way you would if you were driving your own car? That is a phenomenal question. That's Thank a, you. Thank you. That's that's really good. <laughs> that it, I, I hate to admit it, like publicly like this, I'm I'm a big phone and drive person. We all are. 
Okay. If you ever at a red light and you're not on your phone and you look out the window, you'll see everyone else is on their phone. Right. That's just right. the reality. We're all reading the news. We're all on Instagram. We're all texting. We're all on our phones constantly. Like, don't don't take the high road and say you don't use your phone while you drive. That's ridiculous. It is. And and I've gotten comments from like my girlfriend or or the passengers like get off your phone. And I and I'm like, yeah, but I need to figure out if the weight of the elephant is enough <laughs> to break the ice here. No, if the weight <laughs> of the elephant, you know, like I need to figure out like I Yeah, whatever know, you're on your phone for is fine. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're in a somebody else's car, mm-hmm. I think when you take the steering wheel, there there you start assuming a certain ownership of the vehicle. For sure. And that includes accidents is your responsibility. For sure. Even if you're doing them a favor. For sure. I'd say I, I, I'm going to, oh, this is tough. This is tough. Because I, I, I would like to take the high road and say, just get off your phone. Like, I'd like to Yeah, but that. it's like a four-hour drive. You think I can go four least, hours without my phone? What is this, 1999? Like, in the worst part, like, the worst part about this is, like, the passenger can be on their phone all the time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like it, dri- it well, it you know, it drives me nuts sometimes. Like when I'm driving, like my girlfriend around, she she doesn't have a license in the United States, so I am driving her all the time, and she's like, oh, she's up to date on everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, then there's we no get to the place, then we get the dinner, and I'm and I'm you know present at dinner, and I get back in the car, I drive home. Now we're together, and I'm trying to be present with her. Before I missed six hours. I don't know what's going on anymore. You know? Right? Did it is. Evan still in front of the fireplace. We don't know. We don't know anymore because I've been out of the loop for six hours. You know, you never know what's going on in Ukraine anymore. Right. So let me ask you a question, Adam. Yes. If you're driving someone else's car, can you use your phone? We're back to where we started. Well, my girlfriend. (laughs) You can at red lights. You can Mm. at red lights. But you can't use your phone the same way you would in your own car. Because, like, I know that being on your phone and driving is dangerous, but I drive my car around. If I had a four-hour drive from Vegas, L.A. in my own car by myself, I would read the Wall Street Journal front to back by the time I got home, you know? So why should I treat someone else's car different than my own? It's still my safety. I don't want to get into an accident in my own car. I don't want to get hurt in my own car. If I'm willing to take that risk, aren't I the driver? Like you said, I'm assuming the risk. If there's an accident, it's my insurance. If I get ticketed, it's, it's on me. Oh, gosh. I think this is really like if you have passengers in your car, can they backseat and tell you not? To? Uh, there's so many. There's like a lot of like spiral topics from this. There topic. sure are. But the one I'm going to ask you is. I, I heard you. All right. And I'm going with red lights. All right. Only at red lights. Okay. I say you can't. I did not look at my phone, except for a few times with the maps sparingly. But if it was my own car, I would have looked a lot differently. That's different, though. Captain Collins' other car just got totaled. You know, he's down a yeah. one. He was borrowing yeah. yours. You don't want to put in that another situation like that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I say you cannot look at your phone while driving someone else's car the same way you would in your own car. And I say red lights. Okay. Which, this is a phenomenal topic because this actually brings me to my first topic, which is very similar. 
On a long road trip, can you fall asleep as the passenger? Great. I was actually going to maybe bring that up when you were talking about reciprocal rights. Um, it's so rude because we've all been the guy who passes out. Uh, and we've all been the guy who's driving while everyone else is sleeping. I think that if you can, not everyone can fall asleep on the driver, that's messed up. Right. If it's, if it's, if it's you and one other person, you shouldn't fall asleep. If it's you and two other people, you could fall asleep, but don't fall asleep if the other person's asleep. Okay. <laughs> okay. I hear you. So I'm, I'm a split decision on this and it, and it goes for me, like how the day is going. So like one time I drove out to Sedona and it was like a 13 hour drive all in stops and mm -hmm. everything. And it was so, and I was the one driving the entire time and it was so long. It was to the point, like, I don't want to listen to music. Like I want to turn on my audiobook, and you're not going to know where I am on chapter 16 of some sci-fi novel that you've never heard of with mm -hmm. characters speaking at one and a half X, the normal rate. Mm -hmm. But what am I going to do? Go, go search for like a crappy podcast that we could both start from the beginning. Like, no, I'm dying to know how this book ends. Fall asleep. Well, I mean, if you don't mind it, then you can fall asleep. I think it's really messed up if, like, the driver's tired and the driver's, like, just trying to make it home. <laughs> right, right. You know, like, sometimes, like, I'm an early riser. And so if I go on a road trip and a friend's not an early riser. I'm going to stop you right there, amigo. You gave me you're a, a big call yesterday going, it's too damn early in the morning to be hanging out with you. Well, That's you're literally. a very early riser. But I'm so I'm up in the I'm up in the sevens, you know, like I'm functioning around okay. most days in the sevens. Some people well, aren't like that. Some people four thirty people respect yeah. you, you sevens. We respect yeah. sevens. But if I'm driving like an eight or a nine, wake her upper, you know, mm -hmm. and we leave early, and I have my coffee, and I'm kind of like thriving at this time of day. Anyways, I don't really mind if you sleep. Then I can put on my own podcast. But if we're both in a situation where we're both tired, and it's like someone's got to drive, you got to kind of owe it to the driver to stay up with them. I, I like or that. her right and especially if you're driving back from Vegas or something that's like you know you never know if you're gonna get in traffic around Palm Springs and it's just like you know but this is a buddy system here this is yeah but if there's four people in the car and you knock out for 20 minutes I don't think there's an issue with that right right I I like that I respect that so I'm gonna ask you again <laughs> <laughs> As a passenger, can you fall asleep on a long road trip? Yes, but don't leave the driver as the only person up if they don't want to be up alone. I say, ask the driver. <laughs> okay. Driver says no. You better sit up straight with wide eyes. Um, oh, I just don't want to forget this other topic. I, don't, I can't find it when I wrote it down, but I cannot forget it. It's such a good topic. Um, so if, if I don't tell a story, <laughs> the next topic, can I just do my second topic now? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm the driver. I'm just, you're the driver. It. You're hosting. Okay. No rules. All right. This may take me a couple times cause I did not write it down, <clears throat> but it just, for some reason, randomly came to me. Um, okay. If you decide to pick up the tab for somebody else at a restaurant, how much can they spend? on that tab 
like they know going in that their dinner is going to be paid for? That's a good question. I'm going to go yes. Because yes. otherwise, yeah. So the, the I'm going to jump in and just tell you the story. I've been dying okay. to tell you the story and keep forgetting every freaking yeah. week. So my brother-in-law decides to buy his father dinner on September 11th because his father was a, a first responder and at, at, at the Twin Towers. So he calls the restaurant. And he said, you know what? I'm going I'm to pick up the tab. Here's my credit card information. He got the bill the next day, checked his Chase account. $790 for three Oh, he people. wasn't there. He wasn't there. But they knew that the bill was going to be taken care of when they got there, the other three? Yeah. Yeah. And this is his father. And they ran up the tab on him? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So he, he calls me. He goes, I got a topic for you. Well, this one is all caveated by them being first responders on 9-11. Spend, spend whatever you want. Um, that is, that's true. But the, the general basis question, if I called a restaurant and picked up the tab, can you just have a free-for-all on my credit card? Um, like so many topics, it's so situational. But um, no, you should try and order the same way you would if you were paying, I believe. But what if what if his pops was planning on going out and dropping a G, you know? And like this was a, a, like a you know, like this was a, a shy order on his end. I mean, look, if you have like a wealthy family member or a wealthy family friend, they're like, "Hey, congrats on graduating or congrats on this, you know, go out to this restaurant, spend whatever you want, you know, then then do it." But I think that you should try and be like lean on the side of like humility. And just order the same way you would, you know. Here we go back. So we're going to order the the, the freaking bucatini instead of the lamb chop, huh? Yeah. For those of you who didn't listen to that episode, we did a topic about going out to eat with a friend's family. How do you order? You know, you don't want to get the most expensive thing on the menu. Um, even though the parents, we were saying, probably don't care if your entree is a difference of 10 or $15 more than the, the other one. But I think it's just a better look to be more humble so i my my other question follow-up question with this story is if it wasn't known that he was picking up the tab Mm -hmm. and then he ordered whatever eight hundred dollars yeah and then the server comes over he's just like oh my god like do you as the patron just eat it like you're just like no 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 I'll take that. Oh, if you yeah, that's interesting too. Like if you spent how you would normally, and the person who's paying for it is like maybe doesn't have as much money as you. Maybe you well, could subsidize like, it. You, and you yeah, think just, that, yeah. Like you're going out to yeah. like a local Italian restaurant. You're not going to drop uh-huh. eight hundred dollars, but like six bottles of wine later, and like right. some doggy bags for the kids. It's like all right. of a sudden, what's going on? Well, here? what happens if the waiter comes out after the meal and was like, "By the way, this was all taken picked up by your son." And the dad was like, I don't want my son paying for that. Here, to put it on my card. Who has jurisdiction there? Is it the, like, can the waiter go back on you, the person who called? Does the waiter have to, like, listen to the person there? That, I mean, that that's, it's a lot of responsibility for the server because, like, what happens if they don't charge? So my brother-in-law's name is Mike. What happens if they don't charge Mike's card? Right. Then Mike's right. just out there going, what's going on? 
Right. You know? And he's yeah. wondering, is his dad going to call and say thank you? Or like, you know, like the whole, like th- that's a lot of work for the server. You just charge, you got to charge the card. Um, that's a great story. The dad, uh, whoever you are, thank you for all you've done for this country. Eat whatever you want. <laughs> Everybody else be humble. <laughs> I told you the story about when I order him food. Yeah, the so his his father as the first responder now September this guy, man, September eleventh, he's getting all the goodies, you know. <laughs> so like a year ago I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna order him some food. So I I hit up Mike, my brother in law, and I said, What's their favorite restaurant? And he told me the restaurant is another Italian joint in the neighborhood. And yeah, quick caveat, they're not Italian. Just throwing that out there. Uh, but they are from Long Island, so pretty much Italian. So Irish. people from other cuisines eat Italian food? I mean, but just sh- shut up, all right? <laughs> so I order him this place, Gino's or something like that. And, you know, I'd like two of these, two of these, and two of these, and send it to this address. And they said, all right. So they go to the, the house that later that day, and they knock on the door, and, and he answers the door, his father, and he sees Gino's. He's like, hey, I didn't order any food. And, and they're like, no, like this was a place. You know, it's delivery guy has no idea what's going on. So he's like, no, right. this was place it was paid for. It's for you. And he's just like, no, nah, you got the wrong house and shut the door on him. So they gave me a call back and they're like, he didn't want it. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> you didn't want the food. The, the whole thing was like, so I was like, you have to go back. You got it. They're like, well, we don't have a driver for another hour. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like calling Mike to get his dad's number to call the, like the whole thing. They finally got the Geno's at like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. I did get a thank you text and he didn't place any other orders on it. So that was nice. Well, well you shouldn't really be surprising people with food like that because they have dinner plans, you know? Like, well, I, that's why I placed the, I, I told him to like go over there at like four o'clock. Yeah, but at four o'clock, he knows what he's doing for dinner that night. He doesn't want dinner at four yeah. o'clock. Surprise, motherfucker! Yeah, <laughs> here's an Italian hoagie. Eat it. Yeah, what's he gonna Dude, do with do that? You, are you kidding me? Do you have any idea? So what I do with like Jersey Mike's, you know, you're supposed to put in like your birthday, and you get a free sub on your birthday. So what I do is like I'm not gonna eat at Jersey Mike's on my birthday, March second, just in case our listeners, what's up? Um, just in case. So instead, I put like May 5th on that. <laughs> so I get like this random email on like a Tuesday that's just like, congratulations on your free sub today. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, hell mm-hmm. yeah. You know? Right. Chipotle, like all right. those places, dude. Because otherwise August your birthday 9th, would just be like, getting like crappy coffee and dental cleanings. Right. It's like, what are we doing? So yeah. I, I like sprinkling it throughout the year. My birthday at Chipotle is December 10th. And my yeah. birthday at uh, Starbucks is August 9th. That's funny. That's really funny. Okay. That was uh, two topics for Adam. You're a buttercup. Two in a row. Hit us with the truth. <laughs> Okay, my second topic. Uh, as an adult, can you order off the kids' menu at a restaurant? I don't think they allow it. Let's take think- that out of it. Let's take out. Let's say the restaurant does allow it. Can you? You're at a group of. You're out with a group of friends. Can you order off the kids' menu? I think you're limited to appetizers. You got the appetizers in the entree section. The kids are just strictly off off the reservation. You don't. You can't have that. You can't you have a senior so. citizen, and you can't have the kids. If you don't fall within the bounds, 
They're out. Mm-hmm. You can't you're do not, it. You're not getting no five silver dollars at Denny's, all right? You got to get the ha- large flapjacks. I was at Cafe Habana last night in Malibu with with uh, mm. three friends, and we met up. Uh, we met up around eight eight thirty, and just to like get drinks and catch up. And like, are you hungry? Like, yeah, maybe we'll get something. And we look. We looked at the appetizers. You know, we ended up getting an appetizer, but there was these sliders on the kids menu oh. with fries. And it's oh. like, that's kind of like what we wanted. Right. But I was like, can I order off the kids menu or do I have to get like the ceviche, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I also think that the kids menu should be a representation of the adult menu, but miniature. You shouldn't have this. Then no. If there's like a quesadilla on the menu and then a kid's quesadilla, no. Get the full quesadilla. If there's a burger on the menu and a kid's burger, no. Just get the adult burger. I was in a situation last night where there was menu items in the kids section that didn't exist in the adult section. Why are those so, off limits to me? I, I, I may, you may, you may. All right, I'm going. I'm going the other way. I'm back. Order off the kids menu. You think if so? You're telling, if you're telling me you're at a fish restaurant, here we go again. You're at a fish restaurant. And there's a grilled cheese on the kids' menu, and you want Perfect a grilled example. cheese? Yeah. There's always a grilled cheese on the kids' menu. Always. Right. I don't know. What, what, do, do the kids just love bread and cheese? Like, what about adults? And what? there's never what a grilled adults? cheese on an adult menu. Yeah. No. They have mozzarella sticks. Like, I don't want mozzarella sticks. I want grilled cheese. It's totally right. different. Right. Totally different. What if I aged going... out of grilled cheese after I had my bar mitzvah? I can't get a grilled cheese sandwich anymore? What's going on around here? Can you order water... And a grilled cheese sandwich from a restaurant off the kids' menu. I mean, I don't. If there's no grilled cheese on the regular menu, then I don't see why not. Like, why would they have things in the kitchen they can make and not let you have it based on your age? It's so stupid. I get why there's a smaller portion, so that like, if you if you if you have an eight year old child, they don't need a full burger. There's a burger on the menu. Yeah, give them the mini burger. If you're an adult, you have to pay for the big burger. Why have this secret set of items that's only allowed for certain age groups? It's so crazy. It, and they can't if even you're read, like over even 70, if you're over 70, is there like another, you know, like there's like oatmeal and like easy things to eat when like, <laughs> like, why are we bifurcating food items by age? Like, let me eat whatever you can make back there. They just have hard candies for like two bucks at the end. Right. <laughs> What's the deal with that? Why do old people love hard candies? I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I was like, I don't, like, I was with three friends, and in my head, I'm like, I can't order the kids' sliders in front of these these people. I think that's, I think that's very odd that the restaurant would have, is it odd? I don't know. I haven't perused the kids' menu enough to, to make an educated decision right now. I'm just yeah. envisioning an adult grilled cheese sandwich and a children's grilled cheese sandwich and if you're, you know, if you got bar mitzvah, you got to get the adult grilled cheese sandwich. Totally agree. Totally agree. But, but if there's no grilled cheese on the adult yeah. menu, yeah, I think, I mean, yeah. you can't go, do it in my it. opinion. Yeah. No, I'm going to do it. You can't. Really? You would look yeah, side-eyed at someone if you went out with a friend and they ordered off the kid's menu. <sighs> 
having friends in this situation, as you described, throws like a monkey wrench into it. Like if you, like friends, plural, like if you and I went and you're like, yeah, I'll get the, the chicken. And I was just like, you know, I want the, the fried chicken, uh, you know, sliders or whatever. I think that like I, I feel comfortable doing that. If we're in like a group setting. No, you can't do it. I, I don't think that everyone's going, you know, ceviche, bucatini salmon branzino and i'm like i'll take the grilled cheese please can you cut that crust off thank you yeah my uncle tells a story when i was in college he let me like shadow him one summer for like a day <laughs> and he had this like history? no he worked in the corporate america and he had this like meeting with a client and i went and ordered the chicken fingers and which i didn't think anything of but he like didn't let me live it down for like years after i you can't order the chicken fingers man yeah. Not when you're trying to impress business. It's ceviche bust. A. Okay. I hate to uh, step on your hosting toes here, but who goes next? Because we're kind of out of order <laughs> now. You're up again. You're up, Buttercup. Okay. My final topic. If you get invited to a wedding and you can't go, can you just send the card and tick no? Or do you have to call or text and let them know you can't make it? <sighs> this is another great one. Uh, I'm really, really hitting you. Yeah, I know. Because you should have seen the ones like, I didn't use. <laughs> this is like wedding season for me. And I'm trying to figure out actually how to say no to one of them. And since I know you're going to ask me a bunch of qualifiers, <laughs> how close are you? Blah, 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 blah. Right. You're close enough that you got invited to their wedding. Obviously. You weren't close enough that you knew the date in advance, you know. Right. Where they're like, hey, I'm getting married. Well, when's the date? I'll put it in my calendar. You know, like you got to save the date or you found out that way. Do I have to now send a text and say, hey, sorry, I'm going to be in Colorado that weekend? Or do I just tick the box and I'm out? Do you remember that one time I tried to get out of a wedding that I didn't know the date to? And I said I couldn't make it. And they're like, we haven't even told you the date yet. No, that's funny, though. It was so awkward. It was via text. Um, I think you write on the RSVP, handwrite why you can't go. Or, no, no. I think you handwrite on the RSVP that you're really sorry. Just, like, wish we could be there. I really wish I could be there. But, you know, the new season of you just dropped, and I need to watch it on Netflix instead of dancing with strangers. Do you ever see the cards where they're, like, the boxes are, like, can't wait to celebrate or, like, regretfully? Like, they put in, like, little things for you? Yeah, they put it. Don't put words in my mouth. (laughs) Can't wait to boogie with you on the dance floor. And then exactly, the other one's just yeah. like, well, yeah, I didn't really care about you anyway, or something like really. It's like, yeah, the regretfully, like, I, I don't know. It just comes off harsh. Yeah. Where's the little box that says, I ain't dragging my ass to book on a tone to watch you two walk <laughs> yeah. down the aisle? Like, give me a break. <laughs> I'm just going to be sitting on my couch. Uh, I, I think the, I always wonder, like, it's so interesting that you and I do all these wedding topics on in our stance because we share a similar stance. But like, is it a relief at a certain point to the bride and groom that like, oh, fine, yes, one less person. Now we could start going down the, you know, your Aunt Susie that you've been yapping in my ear about. Now we could get her back. 
Yeah, we talked about the rolling admissions process for weddings a couple episodes back. No, I think if they invited you, they want you to go. I'm sure there's some people they invite and they're like happy they're, you know, because like a second cousin or whatever. But if you're a friend, right. you get invited. I'm assuming it's because they want you to go, not because they would like feel bad if you found out or something. But I, I but. think that if it's a friend and you, you say no, you say, I'm sorry, I wish I could make it. And you shoot him a text or a phone call. I think you have to. Yeah. Yeah. And then after the text or phone call, do you still have to send the little card out? Oh, you're saying instead of the card. Well, if the, if you call them and say, I can't make it, you know, do you still have to take the box and find a mailbox around town? <laughs> um, nah, you, uh, you, you keep convincing me on, on like every avenue that I thought I was firm in. No, you don't need to check the box. You don't need to say, you know, regretfully, I can't make it. You give them a call and you say, listen, man, and you, you unfortunately have to explain to them why you can't make that. And it, it, it better be a pretty valid excuse. What if you just don't want to go? I know you got to make something up. You got to lie through your fucking teeth. Yeah. You know, you know, what's the, I don't know what his average salary is in this country, but you know, once for someone in their late twenties. But if you take out taxes, you know what they're actually taking home to go spend a thousand or 1500 bucks on flights, hotels, gift, blah, 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 blah. On someone's wedding is a big ask. And like a lot of times, like you don't know them that well. And it's like, you know, I don't really want to like drag my ass out to, you know, Martha's vineyard. Yeah. And everyone keeps getting married in weird places. Now I got a wedding in August. And it's in the, the, the he's from Boston. There's mm-hmm. a direct flight from LA to Boston. You know what I'm doing now? I'm, mm. I'm flying to New York, hitching a ride with my brother-in-law so I could hear his whole story about the yeah. <laughs> about, about the dinner. Driving five and a half hours into the middle of fucking nowhere, New Hampshire, in which I can't even get a hotel in the yeah. area. And the Airbnbs are about an hour away from the farm that this wedding is going to take place. Now the imagery is beautiful. Like I, mm-hmm. I looked it up and I'm like, this is stunning. Do you have any idea what you just asked me to do? I'm to drive, to fly six hours to hitchhike and then to find an Airbnb. Like, what are we doing? The money what that have- all the guests put in to go to these weddings and these remote places. Don't even get me started on international destinations. Well, I mean, we, well, at least the international is a hard yes or a hard no. And if you, you are yes, um, oh, I, lo- I actually love when people turn it into, uh, oh, it's just, you know, we could, they could all turn it into a vacation for themselves. Yeah, yeah, because my vacation wants to be set around your event where I'm lugging a tuxedo around Italy. <laughs> yeah, that's, ex- that's how I pictured my vacation. It's so asinine. Yeah, dragging a belt to, to Mallorca. <laughs> I'm going to get married in the Baltic Sea on a boat. Go figure out how to get there and know you have to be there or it's a $10,000 penalty. Yeah. No, after what my friends did to me, like my, my wedding is going to be like in like, like on a floating raft in the Pacific somewhere and like good luck getting there. (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah. I'll drop you a pin. It's a nine hour rowboat from (laughs) Singapore. Good luck. Start training. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hate I hate to step on your hosting toes here, but I think we're out of time, Adam. I think you're right. I was just about to say that, as a matter of fact. Evan. <laughs>
All right. Do you want to wrap and up we, the show? Since, yeah. Well, uh, you're, you're the closer. I'm the opener. People come oh, really? the opening. Everyone leaves at the seventh inning. Everyone knows that. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thanks for making it all the way to the ninth inning with us here today. Uh, we always appreciate you listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at JudgePod. You can vote on Fridays, and we will see you next week. That's right. Adios.